Welcome to the underground, a place to hear the word of God before you go six feet underground. Who am I? Just the voice of one calling out in the wilderness, saying, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. It's the underground. Yeah, we've been in Jeremiah. We didn't did one and two. Now we're finna go to Jeremiah chapter three and verse one. So let's ride. Hope everybody having a good day. Hopefully you got up this morning and gave God the thanks. You know, we just keep on rolling. We keep on rolling. God's people, we got to keep on pushing. We got to keep on striving. We got to keep on going. All right? Let's not get weary. Let's not get weary. In due season, you will reap. You will reap your harvest. So let's not get weary in doing good. All right. That's a message for some for somebody. I know you're getting tired, but hold on, all right? Hold on with God. Hold on with God. Jeremiah 3. If a man divorce a woman and she goes and marries someone else, he will not take her back again, for that would surely corrupt the land. But you have prostituted yourself with many lovers. So why are you trying to come back to me, says the Lord? Did some of y'all know that the Bible was worded like this? Did some of y'all know that God was talking like this to his people? Did some of y'all know that there was a relationship like this between God and man? Did some of y'all know that God had to check man at times, check his people at times? Or have you just been hearing about God's love, God's grace and mercy and forgiveness all your life? You didn't hear nothing about his judgment. Because that happens. Your ancestors had to go through that. So you need to know about it. You need to hear about it. My people perish for their lack of knowledge. They have a lack of knowledge of who I am and what I don't tolerate. Verse 2, look at the shrines on every hilltop. Is there any place you have not been defiled by your adultery with other gods? You sit like a prostitute beside the road waiting for a customer. You sit alone like a nomad in the desert. You have polluted the land with your prostitution and your wickedness. America is polluted with the prostitution of the people. And we're not just talking about the prostitution of sexual intercourse. We're talking about prostitution of our souls to these worthless idols. We're prostituting ourselves out to these worthless idols, all these false gods. America is full of prostitution, of worshiping false idols and false God. The whole land is corrupt. 
verse three. That's why even the spring rains have failed. For you are a brazen prostitute and completely shameless, yet you say to me. Verse three, it says, let me see. That's why the even the spring rains have failed. You know, I don't I don't get caught much in the all to that, you know, weather and you know, I, I'm not into it like that or all this uh saving the planet and all this stuff we be trying to act like we we go do. God say your sin is what's corrupting all this planet. Your sin. S I N. The way you acting towards me is what's corrupting all this planet. Go green all you want. But have you repented? Everybody talking about going green, but you ain't repented. You can recycle all you want, but have you repented of your sins? I go into stores. I can't even get a bag sometimes because I don't know. They talking about they going bagless or they don't carry bags because they going, you know, green or something. Well, that ain't doing. Have you repented? Give me my groceries. Don't even got a bag. What is all this about? We doing all these righteous acts. Trying to present ourselves as good, trying to present ourselves as such a Christian nation, such a good people, a holy people. Man, we better start playing out here, prostituting ourselves to these wicked idols. That's why even the spring rains have failed. For you have brazen, for you are a brazen prostitute and completely shameless. Yet you say to me, God say, yet you talking to me, Father, you have been my God since my youth. Surely you won't be angry forever. Surely you can't forget about it. Surely you can't forget about it. So you talk, but you keep on doing all the evil you can. God forgives, but you keep on doing the evil. God know my heart, but you keep on doing the evil. God is love, but you keep on doing the evil. God accepts all of us, but you keep on doing the evil. You keep on doing the evil. Verse six. The Lord said to me, have you seen what fickle Israel has done? Like a wife who commits adultery, Israel has worshiped other gods on every hill and under every green tree. I thought after she has done all this, she will return to me. But she did not return, and her faithless sister Judah saw this. She saw that I divorced faithless Israel because of her adultery. But the treacherous sister Judah had no fear, and now she, too, has left me and given herself to prostitution. Israel treated it all so lightly. She thought nothing of committing adultery by worshiping idols made of wood and stone. So now the land has been polluted. But despite all this, her faithless sister Judah has never sincerely returned to me. She has only pretended to be sorry. I, the Lord, have spoken. Verse 11, the Lord said to me, 
Even faithless Israel is less guilty than treacherous Judah. Therefore, go and give this message to Israel. This is what the Lord says. O Israel, O America, O people of God, my faithless people, come home to me again, for I am merciful. Here's God pleading again. It's coming through me, coming through a fool like me, coming through a backslider like me, coming through a sinful man as myself. He's coming through me, talking through me, pleading to you through me. Oh, my faithless people, come home to me again, for I am merciful. He's saying, come home. Woman of God, he says, come home. Man of God, he says, come home. Elderly person of God, he says, come home before you go home. You know, I, time is what you waiting on. You need to come on to God. You on the cane. You still rejecting God? Come on now. I need you to hurry up and give it. Uh -uh. We don't have that much time. I don't know. You on a breathing machine. Well, come on now. It's time to give our lives to God. It's time to give our lives to God. He's pleading, come home to me again, for I am merciful. I will not be angry with you forever. Okay, that's cool. I like that. Anybody want God angry with them forever? Forever, forever, ever? Yes, forever, ever. I don't want God to be angry with us forever, people of God. And I don't know what he does when he gets angry. You, you don't know which way he coming. You don't know what he go do when he angry. So we need to come home again so he won't be angry with us. He won't be angry. Look, people of America, come home. God's people, God's people in America, come back to God and repent so he won't be angry. 13, only acknowledge your guilt, admit that you rebel against the Lord your God and committed adultery against him by worshiping idols under every green tree. Confess that you refuse to listen to my voice. I, the Lord, has spoken. These are his guidelines. He's saying, I need you to acknowledge your sin, acknowledge that you rebel against me, okay? And confess that you refuse to listen to my voice. Basically, you need to repent of your sin. Confess that Jesus Christ is your Lord. Accept him as your uh, savior so he can uh, forgive you of your sins. That's what you need to do. I, the Lord, have spoken. But if you walking around here like you good, ain't nothing wrong with you. I'm cool. My life ain't that bad. I ain't do that much bad. At least I ain't kill nobody. At least I'm not out there smoking weed. At least I'm not out there robbing. At least I'm not out there uh, whatever, you know, whatever you think that, that makes you more self-righteous, whatever. Acknowledge that you have rebelled against God. All have strayed away from God. No, not one is righteous. So we all need to acknowledge that we have rebelled against God. We all need to acknowledge. Let me look up that scripture real quick because that scripture just came to my mind. So I don't want y'all to be like, what? is he making something up? No, I'm not. Hold on real quick. Let me look it up.
Okay. There we go. Isaiah 53 and verse 6, it says, We all, like sheep, have gone astray. Each of us has turned to our own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. All have gone astray. All have gone astray. Well, I was brought up in the, uh, in the church. You have gone astray, too. You have gone astray, too. Romans 3.23, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of the Lord. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of the Lord. Okay? All of us. Romans 3.10, as it is written, none is righteous. No, not one. None is righteous. No, not one. None is righteous. No one understands. No one seeks God. All have turned aside. Together they have become worthless. No one does good, not even one. That is Romans chapter 3, verses 10 through 11. Well, 12. 10 through 12, okay? So I wanted to read that because, you know, some people be saying they not that bad. They don't they feel like why they need to uh, confess, why they need a savior. They sins is not they bad. Well, this scripture says which scripture is written by the Holy Spirit. Basically, is God's word is God's breath is God's character is God's DNA all over this word, which is true. It don't have no flaws in it. It's all right. He said that we all are not righteous. So this is why in verse 13 of Jeremiah chapter three, it says, only acknowledge your guilt, admit that you rebelled against the Lord your God. We have to admit that we have turned. Verse 14, return home, you wayward children, says the Lord, for I am your master. I will bring you back to the land of Israel, one from this town and two from that family, from wherever you are scattered. And I will give you shepherds after my own heart who will guide you with knowledge and understanding. God say, come back for I'm your master. You know, so, uh, uh, black people sometimes when we see master and slave we automatically think it's going back to the white man and when they uh, had us in slavery that's a, a fool just uh ask god to just reveal to you what he's saying quit thinking this book was written to uh oppress us that is a lie from the devil Sick of hearing that the child think a white man wrote this word. That's giving him too much credit. Matter of fact, if you saying that, can't no white man, can't no black man, can't no Chinese man, can't no rich man, smart man write a book like this. I don't care what college they went to. I don't care how many degrees they got. I don't care how many seminary schools they went to. I don't care how much they think they know this word. They will never write it. A man can't never do this. All this knowledge and wisdom and profound uh, understanding in this book. You think some man wrote this. And matter of fact, if you keep saying that, you need to repent of that. Anybody who listening to my voice right now and you said a man wrote this book, you better repent of that. 
and apologize for God for disrespecting him like that. He said, I will give you shepherds after my own heart. God say, I will give you like people who will teach you that's after my own heart, who will guide you in knowledge of my word and understanding of my word, understanding of what I'm telling you to do. They will guide you. Okay. Verse 16. And when your land is once more filled with people, says the Lord, you will no longer wish for the good old days when you possess the ark of the lord's covenant ain't that's the truth you know the future with god is so much better than the good old days when you walking with god every day you're not thinking about the good old days because your future is the good old days the next day you wake up is the good old days every day you wake up with god yeah you may have some troubles yeah you may have some setback yeah you may have some frustration but hey every day i wake up walking with god it's a good old day yeah, every day is better than the, uh, yesterday when I'm walking with God. So you don't even remember the good old days. Remember who? No, nah, I don't remember now. Oh, you remember when we used to? No, nah, I don't remember that. I'm making new memories with God. You would not miss those days or even number them. That's right. And there would be no need to rebuild the ark. Verse 17, in that day, Jerusalem will be known as the throne of, of the Lord. All nations will come there to honor the Lord. They will no longer stubbornly follow their own evil desires. That's right. I love it when God delivered me from following my stubborn evil desires. You know, that's what we need to be praying for. We steady praying for all this fleshly stuff. We steady praying for things that we can see. God, I pray that you can deliver me from my stubborn ways and that I can stop following my evil desires. That's the prayer of America. That's the prayer of the people of America. You know, that's what we need to pray for, that we can stop being stubborn to God's word and that we can stop following our evil desires all the time. Yeah, we so stubborn. That's why we hate people. We so stubborn. That's why we so racist. We killing people because we following our evil desires. We robbing people because we following our evil desires. We going to war because we following our evil desires and we so stubborn. That's why. We rob from the elderly. We ignore the poor. We raise prices knowing that people can't afford it. Why? Because we have evil desires and we stubborn. We stubborn. Verse 18. In those days, the people of Judah and Israel will return together from exile in the north. They will return to the land I gave your ancestors as the inheritance forever. Verse 19. I thought to myself, I would love to treat you as my own children. I wanted nothing more to give you this beautiful land, the finest possessions in the world. I look forward to calling you, calling me father, and I wanted you never to turn from me. But you have been unfaithful to me, you people of Israel. You have been like a faithless wife who leaves her husband. I, the Lord, have spoken. God say. 
we have been like a wife who just be leaving her husband going around sleeping with all type of dudes. Do you know how a dude get when he find that out? We can vice versa. You know how a woman get when she find out her man been cheating, her husband. Matter of fact, just go ahead and put, you find out when your, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, bitch, you know how you get? You go crazy, huh? You get mad, huh? Well, that's how God get. He gets furious. He gets jealous. All I'm doing, all we doing right now is learning another characteristics, the other side of God that America rarely talks about. And so again, we perish for the lack of knowledge of who God is. So we be out here just cheating on God like a wife who cheating on her husband according to the word. And because we just know half of who God is, which is love, peace, mercy, forgiveness, grace, uh, you know, bubbly, you know, he 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 just a, he's like a sugar. He's a pawpaw to us, a sugar daddy to us. Right. That's how we treat him. Not knowing, man, that's a whole other side of God. That's some more characteristic traits to God that we need to know about so we can walk accordingly. Verse 21. Voices are heard high on the windswept mountains, the weeping and pleading of Israel people, for they have chosen crooked paths and have forgotten the Lord their God. Question. Have you chosen the crooked path? Or are you choosing the narrow path? What path are you on right now? If you're on a crooked path, you have forgotten about God. Get off of it, repent, and come home to God, you wayward child. 22, my wayward children, says the Lord, come back to me, and I will heal your wayward hearts. My wayward children, says the Lord, come back to me and I will heal your wayward hearts. That's why some of y'all out here with cold hearts. You got your heart on ice, heart on ice. You got the best of me. That's why your heart is on ice. God said, I want to heal your heart on ice. God said, I want to heal that hard heart of yours. That cold heart of yours. He said, I want to heal it. But can you come back to me? He said, my way with children. He crying out. He's talking about come back to me. See, let's be some of y'all, this may be your last time hearing it. Yeah, because we're not promised tomorrow. So this may be your last time hearing God say, come back to me. This may be your last time hearing God plead for you to turn. Yes, we, we are coming, the people replied, for you are the Lord our God. 23, our, our worship of idols on the hills and our religious orgies on the mountains are a delusion. Only 
in the Lord our God will Israel ever find salvation. That's the truth. Only in Jesus Christ will you ever find the salvation. Let me say that again over these airways and over America and over the world. Only in Jesus Christ will you find salvation. There's no other name up under heaven that you can find salvation but by Jesus Christ. He's the way, the truth, and the life. There's only one mediator between God and man. That man is Jesus Christ. That's where you can find salvation. From childhood, we have watched as everything our ancestors worked for, their flocks and herds, their sons and daughters, was squandered on a delusion. 25, let us now lie down in shame and cover ourselves with dishonor, for we and our ancestors have sinned against the Lord our God. From our childhood to this day, we have never obeyed him. From our childhood to this day, you know people like that. You may be that person. Majority of the people we are around from their childhood to this day, we are not obeying God. We have been ignoring God. We've been ignoring God most of our lives. We've been playing religious game with God most of our lives. We've been going to church to church most of our lives. We ain't been having no authentic relationship with God. We've been doing this from our childhood. Our ancestors been doing this. That's why I just really, I swear I don't understand. Why are we always talking about we calling on our ancestors? They was doing the same thing we was doing. They weren't doing nothing so just uh, fantastic. A lot of them was dying off in the wilderness because they was disobeying God. We've been disobeying God for a long time now. Ain't nothing new. But we can be the generation that, uh, you know, start something new, though. We can be the generation who say, you know, Make up in our minds hey, to repent and say, I'm going to follow God. Yeah, I know it ain't going to be perfect. Yeah, I know it ain't going to be pretty. Yeah, I know it ain't going to be easy. But, you know, I want to make a decision to give my life to God. Because he can do way better with my life than I can. He can do way better than my life than what America doing with it. He can do way better with my life than what my boyfriend doing with it. With my girlfriend doing with it. With these gangs doing with it. With these drugs doing with it, God can do way better with my life than any of that. So let me give my life to God right now. So dear God, I thank you for allowing me to hear your word again. And that word really touched my heart. So God, I'm just asking, can you please forgive me for my sins? I want to turn from them. I don't know how to do it. This is a prayer you can say. I don't know how to do it like that. But I, in my heart, I really want to change for you. I want to get my life right, not just for me, but for also my family and generations to come. So I'm just asking, can you help me with that, God? Please. And I do accept your son, Jesus. If your words say he the only way, I believe it. 
Yeah, I just believe it because your words say it. Just like that. So thank you, God. Hey, I appreciate y'all coming out. That was Jeremiah chapter three. Y'all already know what it is. It's the underground, a place to hear the word of God before you go six feet underground. Who was I? <laughs> I wasn't nobody. Just a voice of one calling out saying, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand, the underground.